carpet and hang with the stars. Going upstream with Breitbart and Meliz Calloway Show. Talk 94.5. And joining us live on the air is David Ng. Good morning. Morning, Liz. How are you? Good, good. I'm well. Actually, I'm not so good. I'm. I'm. My brain is going to mush trying to wrap it around this Emma Roberts thing. I don't understand what happened here. There was a transgender actor of some sort in a show with her, and she misgendered, and now she apologized, and she says that's not enough. You're an ally. You're not an ally. What the heck happened here? I don't understand. Yeah, so Emma Roberts is an actress. She's, she's actually the uh, the niece of Julia Roberts ah. um, and the daughter of Eric Roberts. Okay. Yeah, um, so she's Hollywood royalty. Um, but what happened was a transgender performer by the name of Angelica Ross, who um, is a biological man, but who identifies as a woman, um, they were performing together in a, in a, in a TV show. Uh, I believe it was a Ryan Murphy production. And at one point, um, casually, um, someone referred to them both as ladies, and Emma Roberts allegedly said, um, I'm sorry, lady, singular, mm. um, because she clearly, you know, um, you know, was not playing along with this charade. Um, and now, and that happened years ago, but now Angelica oh. Ross, this transgender performer, is bringing it up, um, along with a whole host of other, you know, axes he has to grind. Um, he's also, you know, thrown Ryan Murphy under the bus. Um, uh, which is um, kind of weird because uh, Ryan Murphy had basically made his career. Um, so, um, so oh. that, so yeah, so this whole thing happened years ago, but now this transgender performer is making a big stink about it. You know, throwing all his colleagues under the bus, Emma Roberts, Ryan Murphy, and just um, it's it's kind of bizarre what's happening. But I think really what's happening is that this person's career is not going as as he would like it, and so when that happens, usually they play the victim card, and and I think that's what you're seeing here. Wow. Um, I was seeing things that she was picking on, like you were saying. One of the T-shirts or something like that, she called them. She said that crew members were wearing T-shirts that were racist on the set. One said, build that wall. Another one was white praying hands in front of an American flag that said, I don't kneel. Um, She said that it was this one crew member's collection of T-shirts that she found very offensive. And I guess Emma Roberts was allowing it to be worn. I mean, is that what she's saying? Yeah, the thing. The thing about Hollywood is that while a lot of the celebrities are very left-wing, a lot of the below-the-line crew members, you know, the people who do the lighting, the electricity, mm-hmm. the sound, yeah. um, they are they tend to be very conservative or at least not leftist. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of the way Hollywood works, and they kind of and celebrities and crew members kind of coexist in this kind of peaceful truce, um, and that has been that way for years um, because without the crew, there would be no production. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and celebrities know to treat the crew well because otherwise they won't like them well. And they'll look horrible on screen. <laughs> so, yeah. So they, 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 they know who to treat well. <laughs> um, but apparently this, this Angelica Ross person, um, is kind of broken that kind of unspoken truce. And mm. like I said, clearly has an ax to grind. Um, and well, is she writing public, a book? Is... is she writing a book? Is she trying to get her name out for some reason? There's a, there's an agenda behind this. Clearly, um, I, it's hard to say. Um, I think, you know, you know, he is very, um, he's very troubled, I think. So, um, um, 
And it, it is, it, the whole thing is strange because, you know, um, you know, he, he, his career was going pretty, pretty well, you know, for a transgender person. He was on Broadway. He was in musical Chicago. Um, he was, you know, in, in a few Brian Murphy productions. Mm-hmm. So it's, um, it's, it's kind of, it's very bizarre for someone to stab someone in the, some people, uh, some of their colleagues in the back like this so publicly. Mm. Um, but I think you're going to see more of that, um, as, as, uh, you know, as, as transgender people become more emboldened, I think, to, to make accusations, uh, like this in, in, in public, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Well, it seems to me that um, I'm going to follow her on um, Instagram. You know, I don't want to get canceled, David. So um, (laughs) um, I'm going to follow her on Instagram to see if I can figure out why she's doing this. I mean, it seems to me like she may, maybe she wants to have a talk show. He. Maybe she wants to run for office. He. Maybe she's writing a book. He. (laughs) You're driving me nuts. It's he. I don't know. All right. What happened with uh, Russell Brand? What's going on with Russell Brand? Okay, so Russell Brand, um, you know, has been canceled. Uh, And I think for people who've been following his career, it was only a matter of time because he was using his social media platform to really question left-wing orthodoxy, Mm -hmm. Um, whether it was the war in Ukraine, whether it was COVID, whether it was Joe Biden's administration. He was kind of slaying all these sacred cows um, and doing it to a huge fan base of millions and millions of people. So he was a threat to the establishment media, and he was becoming even more so um, as the 2024 election approaches. Um, So what happened was um, several mainstream British media outlets ran uh, stories um, in which women, mostly anonymous, accused him of rape and sexual misconduct. Um, and as a result of that, um, you see a very familiar fallout pattern where, um, Silicon Valley cancels him, where Hollywood cancels him, um, where he becomes a pariah. Um, and, um, we don't know if these allegations are true or not, but what we do know is that, um, you know, he's innocent until proven guilty, but, um, you know, Silicon Valley has decided to become as always a judge and jury and have decided to basically, or try to, um, wipe away his, his sources of income. Um, mm-hmm. YouTube, he monetized them. Um, several streaming services on, in, in, in Britain have removed his content. So there is a campaign against him. Whether or not it's justified remains uncertain, but they've already judged him based on the allegations. Mm-hmm. You know, he has really set his sights on Bill Gates, and yeah. I mean, he's talking about the lab-grown meat and the lab-grown fruit and vaccines and all this stuff. Um, you know, I can't help but connect Bill Gates to his cancellation. And he's the last one who should be throwing stones, that guy, especially with his history, you know, and connections that we've seen with Epstein and his wife not liking Jeffrey Epstein being his friend. And and of all people that should be throwing stones in the sexual abuse aisle, (laughs) that would be that guy. Well, absolutely. I mean, um, for Russell Brand to take on Bill Gates is is quite brave Mm -hmm. or foolish, however you want to look at it. Yeah, right. but do you, do you think he he'll come? So do you he, think he, he'll come out on top on this one, or you think he's done? Well, he is migrating mostly to Rumble, which is the platform that uh, has so far refused to cancel him, mm-hmm. despite pressure from the British yeah. government. So, if his audience 
can migrate to Rumble. Um, and there's a good reason to believe that they will, because people like Glenn Greenwald have built a huge following on Rumble. Um, then I, I think he'll be, um, you know, he, he will survive. He won't be as, you know, w- you know, as widely followed as he was on YouTube, obviously. But apparently this is the way to go, because um, Rumble is apparently the only platform that uh, believes in innocence before guilt, until proven guilty, I should say. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I would bet in his favor, um, actually, because his, his, his following is, is quite large. It's mm-hmm. millions and millions of people. Speaking of following, I just followed Angelica Ross on um, Twitter as well. And she posted something that said, for the folks who haven't put it together yet, I'm leaving Hollywood. There are multiple articles that will be coming out detailing this. So I suggest you and your faves play nice because I'm a black trans woman with nothing to lose. Candy was born for my body. The heck does that mean? And then she has two acronyms that I have no idea what they stand for. Um, you know, like uh, social media speak. So I don't really know what they stand for, but um, sounds like she's got something coming out. Yeah, something is, is wrong, I think, in, in the situation. And it's, it's very ah, unfortunate. Here because, it is. The Hollywood Reporter uh, says that she is in the process of moving to her home state of Georgia to prepare for a run for political office. There you go. <laughs> that explains it. You know, like they they'll step on anybody, and they'll do, you know, like what's going to come become of Emma Roberts now? She's she's trying to say she's an ally, and she's bending over backwards to apologize, but she's just Angelica Ross is just clobbering her. No matter how much she apologizes, she can't do anything right. This is why you should never apologize to people That's like right. that because they, you know, exactly because it'll never be enough. Yeah. What's the update on the Hollywood strike? Have have we heard anything on that lately? Yeah, so the Writers Guild, the Hollywood writers, the people who write, you know, TV shows that that no one watches, um they have uh reached a tentative agreement with the Hollywood studios and streamers uh, to end the strike. It's okay. been about 5 months. And so, um if all goes as we expected to go, um you know, you know, writing in Hollywood will resume probably as early as early October. Uh, is what we're looking at. So, um, however, the actors are still on strike. So mm-hmm. that means, um, you know, a lot of a lot of movies and productions still can't go forward. But usually, if the writers reach a deal, that means another deal with the actors probably can't be too far off. Um, so, a lot of people thought these strikes would last until next year, but now it's looking it'll, they'll end a lot sooner. Um, so, they were, um, what was their main complaint? Their main complaint was two things. One, that they were being stiffed in terms of streaming residuals. Um, you know, a lot of their shows, a lot of their movies are very popular on Netflix, are popular on Hulu. They claim that they are not being compensated uh, in a way that's proportionate to that to that kind of reach. Mm-hmm. The second is artificial intelligence. They're they're scared that they ah. um, will be replaced by by um, ChatGPT and and other bots. Um, which I think is an inevitability, especially for writers, probably more so than actors. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can you can tell a um, we still love our stars, but you can tell you know a a, a an AI bot to, to pump out a crappy TV episode, and mm-hmm. it will do that far cheaper than a writer. I thought uh, you were going to say their problem you know. was Trump, because <laughs> <don't laughs> they, they blame everything on him. Yeah, right, exactly. You know, more so you know, than one thing that- oh, go ahead. Yeah, one thing people should know about writers is how great they have it in Hollywood because 
they have a platinum health plan that is um, kind of dates back decades where unions were very powerful. And, you know, when like auto workers had great health plans through the UAW and, um, and other major, major unions like the Teamsters had these great platinum health plans, the British Guild of America has that. They don't pay premiums on their health plan. They, get, they have it so good. It's, it's kind of ridiculous how good they have it in terms of their health plan. And people should know how, how, how rich and spoiled a lot of these writers are because they are in far better position than most average Americans who are, you know, paying, you know, paying out of their ears to, for their mm-hmm. health care. These writers have it, you know, they're on easy street when it comes to, to their health insurance. Yeah. You know, I was just thinking, David, as you were speaking about AI and acting and all that, you know, the there's I don't know if you saw it, but um there are these AI Instagram models that people are following and people think they're real people, like real women in bikinis and in yeah. all these amazing places around the world, like real influencers. But it's actually all made up. And there's there was like this one woman, and I think she got in trouble because of, I don't know, kids in school or something like that. But she was doing like um, AI or graphic-generated imagery of herself but like in an ai version uh, in like pornographic poses and all this type of stuff and it's actually when you think about it like out of all things like the porn industry the um the modeling industry that's can be so easily replaced by these ai figures because they really do look real and you don't have to deal with all the other stuff that has to go along with doing um that type of business with real people i mean i can see it being a threat to that community for sure that type of line of work yeah ai and porn are a natural fit yes um, you, you hit it right on the head <laughs> yes um yeah uh, for for all the for all the reasons you said, yeah. um, but you know AI, you know AI talent, quote unquote, is is is, is just growing. You know, I think there was an AI uh, singer who was recently signed by a talent agency, which is ridiculous when you think about it. Um, <laughs> but it, but it's happening. Well, I guess somebody has to be behind the programming of that AI character, right? Sure. Yeah, so exactly. They're, and they're probably the ones reaping the uh, the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you think about it, like because that that AI person does have to have a personality of sorts. So it can't be done by multiple people. I mean, it has to have the, it'll end up having the mannerisms and it's, it's a, it's a very interesting concept, isn't it? I mean, where we're heading with this, but I don't know. Some it, people it say like they it, don't care. Well, I think people should care because it's, it's coming whether you like it or not. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's um it's something that we have to adapt to and be literate about and so that we can be skeptical and critical of it when we need to be. So, yeah. Yeah. When I look at those AI models and I mean for a minute they look real, like if you look real quick, but then of course obviously they're not. And there there are people that say, Well, I don't care, I just like looking at her and that's it. Not spectacular. <laughs> they're they're not real and they're not spectacular. Thank you. <laughs> that seems to be the theme of the day. Um, well, David, thank you so much. Uh, we appreciate your time, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. Thank you, Liz. Thank you, Liz. All right.